Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Hey yo. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yizzo! Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> How you feeling? Uh. <laughs> Y'all, I had, I got COVID, y'all. She got the, I got the COVID. Oh, it's so irritating. I'm feeling better. I um, this is what day six? Is it? Mm-hmm. God. This is Monday, so tomorrow will be a week when I was diagnosed. I feel I can breathe out of my nose. I don't have a fever. I do feel like a headache is coming on, and I didn't feel that all day. I felt fine all day, so I don't know why this is happening. Technology. It could be because this is the first day that I didn't take a nap in the middle of the day. Um, so maybe that's it. But I'm like, am I hot? Did I better not be getting Did you lose your taste? Fever. I have no taste. I have no smell. That is so frustrating. I have no smell. So it's so strange to have no smell. It's like hard to, I was about to eat a, or drink, like drink, eat a smoothie that I had made two days ago. And I was like, I have no idea 
if this is okay. This is two days old. Probably not. And threw it away. But yeah, so so interesting. But I can take all the nasty things. I can take all the... You better be popping them echinacea pills. You better be just gr- chomping on them echinacea pills. Just... Ciao. I have echinacea golden seal supreme. Oh, golden seal. Liquid That's the form. disgusting one. Golden seal is Golden disgusting. seal is gross. I just took my wellness um, herbal resistance liquid. I have my oil of oregano, which is just... <laughs> um, I have my elderberry, which is Is Rude delicious. Jude freaking out? She wasn't. She The first thing she did was kind of place the blame and she was like oh so you got COVID hanging out with your friends and I was like mm, god you're irritating like why is that the first thing because I was I was playing it cool but I was pretty nervous because when the doctor took my pulse ox it was it's like it reads how much oxygen you're getting okay it was under 95 and she was like you need to go to the hospital and I was like wait wait I also have these nails on. Let's, is there another? Can I pop one off? Like, what can I? What can I do? Maybe you're not getting the full reading. So she put it on my toe, and it was like 96. So she was just like, "Listen, it sounds like your body is possibly forming pneumonia, and you need like that's that would be why you're not getting enough oxygen." So she gave me a prescription for I don't know these. What is it called? Um, antibiotics. But I didn't take it because I told my mom. And she was like, you can't be taking antibiotics for things you don't even know that you have. And that's how that's how my stomach is all messed up. And you have my stomach already. And it'll be worse. And so I was like, okay, I won't take it unless I feel like I need it. Um, but the first two days, <laughs> the first two days feel like, you want to die. It just feels like, not you want to die, but you just feel horrible. You, you want to you go were, to sleep. You were able to breathe, though, or you weren't? I was able to breathe. It so didn't feel like people, how you felt. No. For long-time listeners, like, before COVID was a thing, and when I was, like, struggling to breathe on the podcast and didn't know why, I was not like that. I just had so much inflammation. Um, and so, like, there was so much... It just felt like a terrible sinus infection, but it wasn't that. And it felt that I was achy, I was fevering, I was sweating, but I was cold. And and, and my I just I felt like I had just ran a million marathons and could my body couldn't recover. I don't know. But when the fever broke, that was when like there's some relief because it hurts to. And I didn't have the dry cough, thank God. I really didn't want that. Anytime I was coughing, I was getting stuff up, which is why I also didn't want to take that pneumonia, um, that stuff for the possible pneumonia, because I was like, I think my body's fighting that because it's coming up. But that um, light sensitivity... Oh, there's a light sensitivity? I mean, your head is hurting. Your head is pounding. And so any light from your phone, from your computer, from outside, there was a point I had my weighted blanket just over my head and was like, I took my braids out. I was like, I can't have nothing on my head anymore. 
Like I was in bed sweating, cutting these fucking braids out. Also freaking out at how much hair was coming out oh, no. at the same time. <laughs> when I tell you every time I get braids, I have a mini meltdown. And and at that point, I was like, I can't even have a meltdown anymore because it's too much going on. I also was sick in bed and had my computer in the bed and was trying to drink my water and stay hydrated and spilled water all over my computer. That bitch turns on. And then when I write my name, like type in my password, she powers off. So we're going to see. I'm using my work computer right now. And I'm just going to pray to the genius Apple gods to grant me mercy. Otherwise, I'll be buying another computer. Yay. They need to put insurance on the... Is there insurance on the computer? They don't. They don't. I have all the Apple care for like three years. I paid all this extra shit and it doesn't cover water damage. So I'm going to go in there and... (laughs) And, and act like, I'm going to be like, I don't know what's wrong with it. <laughs> They're going to inspect it and probably see water damage. I'm like, I'm like I have under. no idea. It's going to drain a bunch of water. Like, bitch. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened. This is Lipton's iced tea in here. You're already. And I don't ass. feel bad about lying because they have enough money and I don't. Amen. Um, but yeah, I'm on the, I think I'm on the mend. I'm really looking forward to being able to get out of the house i'm stuck in here with when it so you're on day six monsters. is it 14 days or 10 days no don't do that it's 10 so the doctor the doctor said thursday is when i can get why is this doing this this makes me so sad everybody my ring light isn't working i try so hard and i can't get it i have two of them and neither one of them are working why so. I don't know. Maybe it's this brand. Hateful. All right. Well, it'll just be a dark episode. Apologies, everyone. But, um, yeah, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. And something else, I w- I'm gonna, I have one thing and then I'm going to get into the other thing. Something else while I was laying in bed these days um is, is that what you do you lay in bed like what do you do you just wake up you watching shows well, yeah i mean this is really like the first day where i didn't want to lay in bed all day like even when the fever is gone your body is so tired from just fighting that off mm. that you're just like oh and like you don't want to move like you might not be as achy as before but you just feel you literally feel like you worked out mm. Like, from all the sweating and the this, like, your body's in overdrive trying to, like, mm-hmm. help you. And it's interesting because I am fully vaccinated. And, it, the, I mean, I think that helped with, like, the, the keeping my airway open. And, like, I could definitely feel a difference between the first time and this time. The mm-hmm. first time was much scarier. The fever lasted much longer. And that those aches, like I can feel a difference. I think the frustrating thing for me is I have no idea where I got it. Like everybody's testing negative around me who I had been around. I reached out to them right away. Um, I, I just don't know. And the doctor was like, you probably got it within the last 24 hours. I mean, 48 hours is usually how it works. She was like, in some cases, it can remain dormant for up to two weeks but like that's very rare yeah so you could have gotten it 
I could have gotten, who knows? So it's frustrating. And so I do remember being at a store and rubbing my face and saying to myself, you got to stop touching your face because I was having like allergies and I was just touching and touching. But I don't know, everybody I was around, I lightweight think it could have been the Trump supporter dude from (laughs) from when I was at... uh, where was I at? Bedvine. I really believe it. Because something, as soon as he oh, came the guy and kissed you on the cheek. my cheek, nigga I with was the like, fucking one leg up, nigga. Yeah. Was, like, so, he, as soon as he did that, th- something said to me, like, first of all, you don't know me to be kissing my cheek at all. That's unacceptable. And we're not really vibing like that. Like, you're telling me that you're... Man. It was from right. a nigga. It I was think from that he a just nigga. Th- I think that he just thought he was so attractive. That like he could do that. He was handsome, but relaxed. Like I don't care. The other thing that was interesting was that he was blowing my phone up because I text him to say not to talk, but to say, "Hey, I have COVID. You need to go get tested." And he was like, "Do you want to know how to get rid of it?" And then I was like, "What?" Uh, and then so he's calling me. Meanwhile, I'm on the phone trying to figure out what to do at work because. I'm covering for someone else who has COVID. So my boss is like being very supportive, but also I know freaking out. And this guy is blowing me up. And then he goes, sorry to call. Call me when you get a chance. There's certain things I just don't like to text. And I was like, he's oh. one of these people that's, <laughs> he's that's posting say, these videos put on your YouTube. phone in the rice because of the 5G. <laughs> Yeah, he's. And I just don't have the capacity for it right now. Your, at all. I was like, bro, shut your mouth. Oh, I'm so interested in knowing he said. Well, he, first, I never answered. I never right talked in, to him. I never right called him. Out. I was like, I don't feel good. I feel horrible. And you want to talk to me about some conspiracies you have? Go away. He's like, I got it six so, times. I got herpes right, three I'm times. Sure. I cured it all. Um, but lastly, I just want to say that there is something to this health thing, <laughs> to taking care of yourself, Girl. making sure your immune system, as my immune system was probably a muck as a result of all the mess, the, right. uh, the running, ripping and running, running and weddings and this and that. Like it was, I, it was low, I'm sure. Um, but I say this because I state property is on tour with the locks. <laughs> um, how do these connect? <laughs> and Dipset <laughs> and the locks are vegan and it shows. State properties does not and it shows. I said, Wow, Chris and Neef, are you okay? Freeway, beans, are you okay? Petey, what's good? They look. Wait, you gotta show me a current. Like picture. Philly Bulls. Can I also say something? What? Have you ever, and this is, I'm not trying to be mean because people know. The love that I have for Freeway in my heart. But have you ever seen his teeth? No. Please go. He has baby teeth. Oh. He's got these little. Chiclet teeth. Huge gums and these little baby teeth. And I just didn't realize. Shame in these I said, wow, we can't all be Jada. We can't all (laughs) be winning like Jada. I said, Jada's drinking his juices. And doing his thug thizzle. But lastly, and I don't mean to over, I don't want to overshadow your updates, but maybe I should wait. We, 
Yeah. I text I text you today. We talked about a passing of someone and it was so sad. But I, I'm sure we're gonna get into that. So I'll wait. Yeah, girl, ruin my ruin my day. Um, but girl, 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 I so for the wedding I had um a bun in my hair. So I had this bushel of hair in my house and just for shits and giggles I just started braiding my hair. And don't you know I know how to do knotless braids and I'm going to practice and put no, my hair in don't. knotless braids. <laughs> you right. No. The, the fact that you just said <laughs> Is to that me, really? Is, do you really I'm know? I'm going to do it. I'm I don't I'm not do saying it. you're not going to do it. I'm saying do you really know? You know how to feed the hair in so that it looks natural. Listen, you, know the you got enough braids do. in your hair. It all becomes one thing. Oh, Nobody shit. doing She's about no. to have all different size braids. I can't That's wait. my new... But you know what? It took me down this memory lane of going on YouTube, spent hours on YouTube watching what all the girls are doing, getting excited to prep my hair and to do it. Also, I'm obsessed with Zoe Kravitz, obsessed with her. And her braids, and we we don't look alike at all. But I wish that I looked like Zoe Kravitz. And do you? Yeah, Zoe I Kravitz do. is built like a sixth grader. She's so tiny. No hate, no diss. She you when I when I met her, I was like, this girl is so. I thought I, I was convinced. I was like, she's got to be younger than what she just is a tiny little person. She's so cute, though. Everything fits she's so nice cute. on her. She's just cute. She, if I didn't have a kid. She's super cute. But she's also like short. Like I know, she's, she's a small being. I just didn't realize that. If I didn't have JoJo and I, I might, what's it called? Um, in my other life, I would live in New York and. Oh. I hate it. And be like her <clears throat> and run around and do hood rat shit like In her. In order to be like her, you have to have a lot of money because. God damn it. She don't be doing nothing. She don't be doing nothing. She don't be nothing. working. Don't That's be... not true. She she has her gigs, but I'm saying like in order to gallivant and frolic. She just be gallivant. She'd be like, happy birthday, Dave. And they're just like on a balcony smoking cigarettes. She just be chilling. She just be light skinned, living her best life with parents that Zoe are just has gods. not a care in the world she's like my dad has a whole fortress where is that shit in argentina who does it's gorgeous he does lenny lenny oh lenny has a whole farm somewhere lenny. in south america and it's gorgeous you never saw that like um he he did some sort of interview where he invited people into his cribs farm MTV but it's like cribs. a huge mansion and then there's all this Fast, lush farmland. Zoe Kravitz, all right? <laughs> Don't forget. <laughs> I'm happy for her. She, somebody got to make it. Let it be Zoe. Make it. Make it. Anyway. Somebody got to feel free. Shout out Maybe to she, her. Maybe she don't feel free, though. She had the paparazzi on her. She, no, she don't. She be running these streets with her white man. Her. And we see it because the paparazzi is <laughs> taking pictures. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> hopefully next week I will have some braids done by myself. The first I cannot wait. The first this. draft is a learning curve. What? The first draft of me learning how to do braids, like it might be fucked out. Like your first twist out was not popping. So I'm okay with having None of my twist outs were they, <laughs> they don't work. For me, I'm okay with this being 
by the third go. But when I tell you how excited I am to not have to do my hair or worry about it. I'm excited. It, I'll pay you to do them. I don't know if I could that do your hair. That could be a hair. side hustle. Because I'm looking for like the boho raggedy look anyway. So, you know, it's in line with my so skill set. So if it's raggedy, it's <laughs> <Stay> <laughs> It'll work. Um, what's not working is my car. I have to get a new car. My worst fear mm. and my serious like existential angst and values. What I think of myself as being... I can't run away from it. And so pray for me. Are you going to wait and get a car that you want? Or are you going to get another like I'm getting another hoopty. I'm getting another hoopty from a Puerto Rican in North Philly. Stop playing fucking playing with me. Anyway, I don't know. That's what I have to figure out because these shits are expensive. And girl, yes, I know. I ain't trying to ding my credit. I'm trying to fuck my credit up. With a car that I look at you can't afford. Worry about your credit. Oh, yeah, I ain't worried Bigger. about you. Worry about my fucking credit. This one thing I'm worried <laughs> about. <laughs> it's my fucking credit. So pray for me. If anybody is in New Jersey, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, DC area, Maryland, and you know somebody that got a car, preferably a Honda or a Toyota, I'll take a Nissan. Wow! Um, See how she did that because that's the car I have. And I, Nissan's a good. I would take a Hyundai. I'll take a Nissan. Kia's, for Kia's me. are even killing it. I just don't want a Ford or Chrysler. I want no American cars. So if you know somebody that needs to get rid of their car, please, please. I know who won't be riding that Nissan anymore. Who? You, girl. Since you, since you got so much shade I to throw in my any little Nissan. No, any Nissan. shade against your... My, my first car was a Nissan, Nissan Malta, Altima. She your was, first car was a Nissan Altima? My first car was a Honda stick shift. But remember the car that I had back in the day? My black that car? That was a Nissan yeah, Altima? all leather. Fucking Yo, let me sun. tell you something, B. Your first car was a Nissan Altima. It was wow, a that's, Nissan that was my Altima first car. LX. That's my first... Well, that's my real first car. Like the car I bought myself. The one that you have now. Yeah. Yeah. Stop Look fucking playing us. with me. You better get a Nissan. Stop <laughs> hating, yo. I don't like the new bodies as much as that old one. But anyway, pray for me. Hit me up. DM, email around the way curls. Also, shout out to all the very, very kind people that have emailed and have donated to our good friend's um, school. With books, again, if you guys have books for grades first through third grade, please, are they the third grade? Th- first through fifth grade, please send it to the Philadelphia schools. Um, as you can tell from Antoinette and my vocabulary, we did not get enough books and wow. went to Philadelphia public schools. <laughs> so help the next generation so that they... Are not listen currently that's struggling to put sentences together. That is the epitome of I want my people to win, even if it's before Girl, me, baby. <laughs> all my Let me tell you how win. I've been in this house for six days and read a book twice. What I book am, you read, girl? First of all, what book did you read? Also, I'm going to stop like, saying I was like you. You. Def- I want to say I said. Yes. I exclaimed. 
I responded with. I responded. I came back with. I returned. I, this I was like is is really. I listened back to one of our episodes and was horrified Shame. by my delivery. Shame. 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 <laughs> shame. What? <laughs> I'm also have shame that I have COVID because I know there's some people out there that's like, mm-hmm. she was talking all that shit about stay in the house. That is just, <laughs> I already know. I already know. Everywhere that- I went required a COVID test, but just didn't work out for me. No, I've read the book that I, I started reading the book that you gave me. What book? You're going to make fun one? of me and then I I open home 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 going again. <laughs> First of all, I love that book. Girl, you ain't even and then finished every, the book. And I forget it and it's the book that I read on my flights and every time I'm like, "Oh shit, where did I leave off?" and I have to go back and read the last chapter. I just I just read the remember when the guy the son already went to. He was a miner, a coal miner. Mm-hmm. That chapter, I just reread that. Oh, you don't necessarily have to because they're not. They're connected, but they're not. I know, but I want to follow whose kid is like what. You see what I'm because it's the two it sisters. Up. I want to follow. It was Second so good. book, not you so told much. Me that it was, that it was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but I Second started reading the other one you gave me about rich Smart women? women finish. Girl, let's something. read that together, girl. Ciao. Listen, I was sitting here doing my budget right now, trying to figure out if I can afford this other apartment. And I just don't like the lifestyle change I'd have to make, you know? It's, it's quite the lifestyle change. Anyway, um, I text Shanti today and then immediately realized I should not have texted and called her. I'm minding my fucking business. I'm sorry. I just was so shocked to see it. Um, Tina sent it to me and that Michael K. Williams passed. And I, I, when I, when Tina sent it to me, my eyes, I just sat and then like, I felt tears coming on. And then I just thought about him and I sat and was like, maybe he's, maybe he's at peace. Maybe he has what he needs now. And then I called, then I sent it to you and called you and you were, that was like your, your, your brother died. <laughs> and I get it. I really get it. Cause it, he's just such a magnificent being. And we talk so much about him because we love him so, but what an interesting, generous, courageous, talented man. Yeah, it fucked me up. It fucked me up in a way that feels selfish because I'm like, we're not going to get to see his magic yeah. anymore. We're not going to be the recipients of, just like you said, his generosity. And it's just a, he is just a beautiful being, you know? And he like, in, in, in um, Sanskrit, the word shakti means energy. Mm. But he like mm-hmm. had Shakti, like it came from a yeah. source that was like authentic and real and light mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and full. And like you mm-hmm. said, it was je- it was like a well. He just felt like a yeah. well to me. Yeah. And I just all the characters that he had, he like he showed up to them 
and like brought it felt to me and and this is again I have no idea what his what his real experience was but like it felt like he was still bringing himself he said to that. these characters he said that he said his favorite characters are the ones that almost killed him but that's the decision that he made and he it's interesting some people don't know that like he was he's a really spirited person i met him once with chi chi was kind enough to introduce me to him cuz they were he did a lot of work. Like he's from East Flatbush. So he did a lot of work in the community, was always in the streets, never grandiose, just him on his bike in the streets. Like, and people loved him for it. And he was actually doing like a a coat drive or something like that, where he was something. And we went to dinner with him and he his one of his favorite restaurants, uh Kamoko. Kimoko, Kimo, I might not be saying that right, but it's in it's in Brooklyn. It's in William, like the Williamsburg area, black owned, like Caribbean vibe, and one of the first spots that had like heaters for when we were eating outside during the pandemic. Mm. So everybody was flocking there, and I pulled up late because they had already been together, and they were like making space for me at the table. And he was like, "Sister, sister, sit down, sit down." What do you need? What do you need? And then he's talking to the the waiter and he's like, hey, Mike. Everybody called him Mike. Like, cause he would always say, my friends call me Mike. And I remember shaking him his hand and him looking at me and saying, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. Welcome. Sit down. Like, just so kind and really grateful to the servers. Really great. Like, you can see the type of person someone is and not even just it wasn't a performance. Like he was grateful to be there in that space and to be outside and, and in community. Um, but he also grew up some, just to shine some light on him is that he grew up like the oddball. He wasn't someone that was like cool necessarily. And so he noted that as like, and he was a dancer. He loved like dancing, street dance. He did a bunch of like work and videos and stuff with famous folks before like Tupac saw his picture after he got the scar. And Tupac was like, nah, y'all got to cast him as my brother. And I forget what film that was. And that start sparked his acting career. But before that, he was this kid that was like getting bullied and stuff and and was kind of an outcast and didn't feel like he fit in. And so he gravitated towards the gay community because they didn't fit in either. And so he would be called a sissy all the time. And while he never identified as queer, that was a community that made him feel um, safe. And so you see that in his portrayal of some of these characters that he's portrayed, especially in um, in Lovecraft. Like you see that one episode when he's finally dancing and being himself and feeling free. It's such a beautiful moment and he's able to do it because he's been there, you know, and he brings that to it. And it's just so sad. Like I see people writing, you know, Omar is dead, Omar, Omar. And I get it. And, and he... Omar is such a character that's like so beloved by us, but it was fucked him up. And he talks about how, you know, he would come to the set high 
fucked up how he was near the end having a, a, a crisis because he didn't know who he was because he was Omar and how he was after that, that fall when the show wasn't even received that well, it got its critical, like critical acclaim later that he just felt dropped off and that he was, you know, people he were starting to know him and, but he was waking up in abandoned buildings on pissy, mattresses like just like the people on that show mm-hmm. you know and that he had he said that his moment when he had like an epiphany of like all right I, I gotta stop was when he was on the he I think they said he was in Philly listening to at that time Senator Barack Obama and 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 he said Barack Obama said that Omar, that The Wire was his favorite show and Omar is his favorite character. And when he heard that, he said he realized, like, what? Like, this man is running for, he's running to be the president and he knows me and he knows my work. I got to get it together. I got to, my work means something. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just sad, especially on the heels of DMX and they have such parallels in their story. Yeah, he talked. And he had such an affinity for him. I tell you, they look, to me, they look alike. Their their energy was sim- <coughs> similar in their vulnerability, even just the way that they look. And he had a similar experience. He also was recently came out with, you know, suffering from sexual abuse as a child yeah, and having was molested. to cope with that. And how he, you know, holding on to 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 so much. He just, he just felt. I don't know. He just, I don't, I can't describe. Um, He's some. He he, like. There was a duality there of like somebody in deep pain, but somebody who also has so much light that he was offering, mm-hmm. and his perspectives. I think were the most impressive to me. Like he, I listened to. Uh, inter- an interview where he was on Sway, Sway in the Morning Show, and he and he was talking about child abuse and child molesters and people who have an mm-hmm. who, who mm-hmm. have an ailment yeah. like that. And he was saying, "We have to have a space where they're yeah. able to come forward yeah. and say, yeah. this is how I feel.'" Yeah. He was like, "Otherwise, they're never gonna do that, and they're never gonna get yeah. help." I don't know what it looks like. I don't know how to go about it, but just putting them on this register afterwards and shunning them, it's not healing anything. And, he, and, then, he went, and then he was like, half of these people are in your family. Oh, rest, is, rest. Uh, just, just a powerful, bad motherfucker. Like, that is a yeah. powerful being. And I'm going to miss him. I know. There's so much work that he's done, though, that I'm sure we haven't seen that we can we yeah. can watch and and uphold and so I don't know. I mean shout I, out shout out to his family, shout out to all the cast yeah. members that were touched by him, his friends, Chi, um, and the pastor in particular who kind of like yeah. helped him just Mr. to Williams. be with him. Cause I know he's mm-hmm. just like gutted. I know he's just gutted and I don't it's just wild. And it's it's also, again, the constant reminder that two things can exist at once, that we can mm-hmm. be generous and full of life and also feel very lost and lonely. 
mm-hmm. and empty and mm-hmm. have clarity on what should be done and how to do it and how to help people, but have no idea, but feel helpless, you know, yeah. like that shit. And, and neither one discredits the other. And that's, that's hard for me to, to hold on to, but like, damn, what a life he lived. Damn. I'm so, I just keep thinking like, no, that's not, maybe he can come back. Maybe, but it's like, no, no. Um, the other, I want to also say, um, just, there was another man who lost his life in a, um, overdose. Yeah. That comedian you sent to me, um, foo. And for those of you who follow, um, Clint's podcast, um, and who may have found us there, and Fu was definitely on a, the episode that we were on, and <clears throat> Fu sadly overdosed in a hotel as well. And I just hope that we're taking care of each other, and we're answering each other's calls, and we're, mm-hmm. you know, we're just being. We're going to talk about it more. I think t- today's a great day to talk about it but that we're just being compassionate and open and and present as much as we can and telling people that 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 we love them and making sure they feel it um yeah but god rest food soul god rest michael k williams um yeah uh there is no segue. So on a very, very different note, um, Champagne Poppy has dropped his album that is long as fuck. <laughs> and I ain't listened to it. <laughs> you <laughs> you I, did it? I mean, I Me listened. the girl. Ah! <laughs> I tried to and I was like... <laughs> I, had I was six like, what days. is wrong with him? I don't get it. Like, are you going to say what the fucking problem is? What's wrong? The only thing that I listened to was Jay's thing. And I loved. That's the only song you listened to? I mean, in full. <laughs> you were such a wreck. I was skipping. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? This, this sounds sonically <laughs> like everything else. And I just was like, it's not... I, I get, I, I, maybe I've aged, I've aged out. You know me, look at me. I got my grandma room. Like I just, I, I may be auntie. Of, of a, I'm an auntie now. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to listen to it. I know I need to listen to it. Do right. You, for what? It's the sonic thing. But what I do love is his playful approach. I, I somebody said, online the rollout shouldn't be better than the album and that's how i feel about donda it may be kind of how I, and i'm not gonna say i do right now because a certified lover boy that's the other thing like y'all be letting again y'all be letting drake get away with so much i don't even certified know what that lover means. boy i don't know what that certified cover fuck means boy either. is that like coded nice way of saying fuck boy like what does the cover oh, mean I don't get it. Why are they what all What is pregnant? the cover? All the pregnant ladies or something like what that? Is it that pregnant mean? or is it just a whole bunch of men? 
I don't know. There's so many damn no, scoops <laughs> on it on the line. One line. I can't that's, fucking that's tell That's Lil Nas anymore. girl. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> that's At the pregnant Lil Nas man in the news. Giving now. me something that sounds different. I mean, I'm gonna listen to Drake. It's a lot of Drake it, to listen to. That's a lot of Drake to listen. A Drake album is a for me, it's a lot of Drake. I hear that it is exceptional. I hear that you get a lot of captions from it. I got it. But I think something that left a bad taste in my mouth and made me be like, no, I'm not listening to it right now. I'm too irritated. Is that people are now saying like Trey Young, who I already hate, and you don't know who that is, but he he's a basketball player on the Hawks. And the Hawks are who beat us, beat the Sixers. Last okay. In the, the, okay. So we hate him. Okay. He is tweeting, talking about, what. so when are we going to say that Drake is better than Jay? And oh I was God. like, wait, that's so upsetting. And then what, say that publicly. what's more upsetting are the comments where people are agreeing. And I'm like, I've aged out. I've aged out of this. That yeah. is ridiculous yeah. I think for you to did, say. Yeah, they have no sense of anything. But you yeah. know what? You know what? What, girl? I think we have so much attachment to Jay as well because the the 99 and the 2000s were our coming of age. And that sound was like no sound that ever came out before. That's the thing. When When Jay gives us something, it's he's it's new. It doesn't sound like same old Jay. Even now, I don't think the shit Jay's putting out right now is his best. No. But it's at least different. It's grown. Is he putting out 50-year-old oh, Jay. 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, It's out? that. It's like, yeah. I'm going to drop the this knowledge on you. He going to throw in a little bit, get rich, black millionaire, show you how I cheated on my wife. I sold drugs. Sprinkled. We got to level up spiritually. Right. Economically. Right. I got two kids. He Not, got three kids. Th- but three twins, naturally. I love my Three wife. Three twins naturally. <laughs> Girl, he's struggling. No, I just, I aged books, out, you know? y'all. Let me know. Let me know what tracks I should definitely Girl, listen to. I listened to some of it, right? And then it just became gnawing. Were you bopping? That's another thing. There aren't a lot of bops to it. I think, I think I'm a simpleton too. Like, I want that shit oh, to bang. Like, What's up with the beat? I'm like, though? where the beat at? I can't dance to this shit. I can't <laughs> clean my house to this shit. Like, you can drive in your car. It's like good driving in your car, chilling in your house music. But it wasn't musically, it wasn't very interesting to me. And I resent Drake. <laughs> Feigning that feigning as if he's an introspective feeling. That, that's what it feeling is. Feeling person. I'm like, you're you're not. Like you are you're really dangerous. Tr- you're yes, dangerous. You are a fuck boy. You're a real Drake. fuck boy. And you really, you really what you're giving yes. is not tapping into anything the, because it doesn't the heart feel of the matter it doesn't feel universal like Mm-mm. when we talk when we get into this andre thing like i'm so happy Listen. he leaked that because you played yourself he didn't leak it drake leaked it oh drake drake yeah. leaked it but like he just it just doesn't f- i don't feel you i hear you 
and you're saying a lot I of shit. I hear you, but I don't feel you. Yeah, That's how I feel. I hear you. You're saying stuff. You're angry. You don't have friends. It's lonely. You're rich. You're lonely. You're talented. You're better than everybody. You're tired of being talented. But like, what's the deeper problem, Drake? Like what you really, what's really going on with you? But he just spent so much time feigning emotional awareness. But I'm like, an get intelligence. Get out of here. You're, you're not, right. I you don't hit feel the nail on the head. At all. And that's then that's my beef with Drake. That's you're not really vulnerable. And he's a Scorpio. It's hard for him to be <laughs> vulnerable. Here like he's go. deep dark. He also is a white and black man, and we know. Which makes him they, all the more that's a whole dangerous. Other thing. I feel like. Because right. also he's just been rich a for a long time. He's traveled the world. He knows the black world. He knows the white world. He, the exposure and the things that he's seen and knows. And can reference, because I see him yeah. on SNL and like he carries himself like a biracial. There's something about him that feels very like you, you got the, you got the both worlds going on. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And his humor is very, and I can see how he's capping bitches head up and they're like, oh my God, because he can feign this thing. But it's like, Drake. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you need therapy. Are you okay? Or I don't know. But when he leaked, apparently he's beefing with Kanye. I don't understand why, what they're beefing about. <laughs> Me neither. I don't get it. The aunties don't know. <laughs> what happened? Why like, did that today? The shade room not giving me enough context today. <laughs> and they, they want me to go to that website so bad I'm not. Them dot, dot, dots make me so fucking mad when they write. And then I'm like, why I got to hashtag people's name? Just at them so I can easily Nigga, get to me them. me too. Because you <laughs> know, like, I don't know who anybody is. And I'm like, same. go down this deep, dark well of like, what is this nigga's? I'm like, y'all asking me to do way too much right now. You want me to click the link in the bio, go to the website. It's just like, I can't do that. I'm not going to... The day I go to the Shade Room website is the day when I just need to hang it up. Girl, <laughs> like, that takes girl. you back to um, Boss Up days, girl. Anton, that was... Boss Up is a legit news source. <laughs> Nonetheless, Drake leaked an unreleased song that Andre 3000 was supposed to have on Kanye's album, Donda, but apparently he didn't know that it was supposed to be clean. Donda's all clean. There's no curse words. That's why Kanye ain't fucking banging like he ain't don't like he used to. The nigga ain't using the N word liberally. Like what? Oh my god. Anyway, this I is what you. Drake said. He's. I mean, this is what Andre said. He said a few weeks ago, Kanye reached out about me being part of the Donda album. I was inspired by his idea to make a musical tribute to his mom. It felt appropriate to me to support the Donda concept by referencing my own mother who passed away in 2013. We both share that loss. I thought it was a beautiful choice to make a clean album, but unfortunately, I didn't know that that was the plan before I wrote and recorded my verse. Which was an abuse... Did you, did you hear it? Tell the truth. You didn't hear it then. Which I did listen to Andre's verse. Was... It made, it made me feel things. Like, I felt things that fucking Kanye's album didn't make me feel and on 
Drake definitely didn't make me feel. And that just shows the difference between that just shows his superiority over both of them. And like that one verse is better than both your albums. Grow up. Well, it's Andre. Grow up. And then I and then he went on to say who he'd like to work with. And then he said, I just want to work with people that inspire me. Hopefully I can work with Kendrick on his album. Say less. I'd love to work with little baby. I respect that little weird, socially anxious kid. I fuck with Tyler and Jay-Z. That's what he said. I respect them all. Like, he's like, I don't know why they're fighting. Why can't we just make good music? What's this? What's up with them? Oh, no. But shout out to the Drake lovers, you know? Explain it to I'm me. I'm not a Drake hater. I just girl, I, you had you a said, whole episode feel. where you were explaining why you hated Drake, and you <laughs> went on. I to don't <laughs> talk about him being light skin. Well, no, I don't hate. It's or not he a gets Drake away issue. With My issue is that it's the people. It's like these men that are so toxic, and all they have all this masculine toxic toxic. What? They have Please all this send masculine. Us the send us, <laughs> we gotta help the next generation. <laughs> Please Stop. send the books to the children, My God. <laughs> they have all this toxic masculinity for everybody else. And then when it comes to Drake, they have none. They just love this dude. It's just like light skin privilege. We didn't even talk about him they sampling let Drake R. get Kelly. away with all kinds of corny bullshit. We ain't even talk about we that. The fact it. that he sampled R. Kelly. And I get it. Okay. It's he no, didn't have R. Kelly on a thing, but also like that's whack because you know that R. Kelly is about to get paid off of that's that. That's very taboo. Like R. Kelly is cancel canceled. Oh, cancel canceled. Like he's canceled. Can he not lightweight canceled? Like who's lightweight canceled but still be dipping and dabbing? Like Kanye. Us. Kanye's lightweight canceled. He hasn't been officially canceled yet. No, because he's there's mental illness, so we root for him. I will argue R. Kelly has a lot of mental illness. R. Kelly well. is deeply unwell. But yeah. we we don't we don't really talk about that. That's a whole other episode, child. But girl, I ain't listening to that shit. R. Kelly gonna get the check cut though. And Drake ain't gonna Take comment the- on it like a fucking man. Say it with your chest, nigga. Why you choose that? Say it with your fucking chest. Why would you do that? Cause he can. Why would you fucking do that? You, like, that's obviously taboo. You Drake ain't think don't care. Mm. <laughs> he doesn't care. Okay, the you have to realize that Drake, Drake rented out a baseball stadium to have a date on the field in private with some little boy's mom <laughs> who got a BBL and a tummy tuck. Shout out to her. Good for her. His baby mom? No, some some other somebody else's child's mother. Girl, a, a little boy weird. who plays basketball with um, Why? with LeBron yeah. James's son. He his is mom. strange. I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out that Drake got some weird shit going on. I think Drake. Let me not. I, I just this episode that going like down girl. If we I ever get big, it. we gonna have watch when people. If we really really get big, our whole <laughs> content gonna change. We gonna be like, mm, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. Well, we're praying for Drake. <laughs> Great album. <laughs> no, we 
be that. I'm just gonna be like, I don't say I didn't say anything. I'm saying it with my chest. That nigga's into weird shit. And it's only <laughs> a matter think... of time that we find out. <clears throat> what weird stuff will you be into? I think that he if 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 this is a big if, if he's into weird stuff, I think he definitely likes a woman to like beat him up. Oh. I think Drake <laughs> is getting slapped. <laughs> I do. Yo, I gotta I tell. I gotta. I gotta read this out loud right now. <laughs> what I'm telling you. I gotta I'm read serious. this out loud. This what? is a meme that I that I just found. It said, "Finding out your man a bitch got to be the worst <laughs> gender reveal ever." <laughs> That's toxic masculinity, Shanti. That's so- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, also, can you say that to me? Can you text it? Text it to me. <laughs> Not finding out your man a bitch. Listen, your man a bitch that's real so, shit, like, though. What? <laughs> <laughs> you want me Drake's to... a type not to help you move. He's a type oh. to like send his boy. No, he'll send somebody else to help you move. He sends somebody else to help you. Yeah. But he wouldn't be down in the trenches with you moving boxes. It's not what I need, King. Let's leave Drake. Good for Drake. I'm happy for Drake. Drake. It didn't only resonate. A matter of time. But good We're for him. Find it's out. the most streamed album i think in its first day ever so congrats um in other news beyonce turned 40 like <laughs> when i saw that i was like i'm so old ah! <laughs> what i said you think what? that's old she probably no, 42 just, on a low we just don't know i she probably like 45 but i had she, beyonce looks first of all she looks like the angel that she is. <laughs> I mean, I woke up and said, it is definitely B-Day. It is Beyonce's birthday and happy holidays to everybody the fuck else. Because this, it should be a national holiday. R- truly. Like, at this point. It is. Oprah even shot her out. I, she deserves it. She, Beyonce is the Michael Jackson of our she times. Is. Do we She's realize that? She's a king. <sighs> Um, she is the king But I was just so great I'm just so grateful To have been born In the era of Beyonce yeah, like, I can't imagine Being You know like we weren't In the era era of Michael. Like Michael nah. Like we know Michael Because our parents had some sense And made sure we knew Michael But we weren't watching Michael As a young kid no. tear it up no. And then shoot into this stardom no. We watched her Yeah Go from Carmen. That's our cousin. To hip hopra. Okay? Hip hopra. To where she, and first of all, she was killing it on that because <laughs> her ear, if you listen to what she's singing and shit and her flow, I'm like, yo, Beyonce was killing That's it. That's when most deaf was probably trying to dick that down. She got a thing for Sag Ben, just saying. You don't know anything. Yes, you don't he know was. that lady was that dealing with fa- most That deaf. is an industry fact. That most death was in that. her ear, and she was like, "You're charming." Oh, I'm sure, he was in her ear. You know how many people were in her ear? Probably still in her ear, begging. No, nobody in her ear now. Jay Z would have them fucking Van Gogh that motherfucker like off with you. <laughs> Put in a box, send it to your mom. Anyway, um, Glamour decided. For, well, first, just happy birthday to the god, the woman who makes women want to be. Better women without making them feel badly about themselves. It's truly amazing. Beyonce inspires me 
to be better. She's just like a good, she's an anomaly too. It's like how <laughs> she got out of this with the sanity that she seemingly has, with the stability, with the... She gen- stayed away from people. She played the game and then she was like, I'm out. I'm not giving you interviews. I'm not doing promo. I'm, it's, all, it's all on my terms now. I busted my ass. I played your game as long as I could. And now it's my terms. Wow. And she keeps her, her circle has remained the same circle, basically. Shout out to her. She had to fire her dad, though. Matthew had to go. Matthew was fucking <laughs> the shit you up. Like this. <laughs> she fired her dad so she could be her own woman. Also, shout out to B. I love her. Up. I'm not even gonna hold you. I fucking love you, Beyonce. Right? Don't don't do this today. I'm just saying. I love not you. I'm a, I, I want to know all the things. <clears throat> God forbid you keep it together, girl. But glamour, glamour. I don't know what fool did this, but Glamour magazine came out I'm with a, a list. Young millennial. Oh, let me shout out their name. Candace McDuffel. So you already know. (laughs) Put that bitch in the bag because that'll make no sense. And now they added a spoiler saying, spoiler, they're all amazing. No, no, no. Say it with your chest, Candace. You ranked Beyonce's 10 best and worst songs, ma'am. And she has Rocket as her best, one of her best, Love Drought, I Care, Resentment, Dangerously in Love, Daddy Lessons, Haunted, Me, Myself, and I, for the best. Mood Forever, and Formation as the best. Formation? Formation's a great song. Is it her best song? No. No. Worse, she has Superpower. Don't disrespect Frank like that. Right. Sandcastles. I agree. Halo. No. Broken hearted, I know Halo's your That's jam. Broken hearted <laughs> girl. School in life. Best thing I never had, which I actually do hate. Hip hop star, first album. Kitty cat. And beautiful liar. I agree that beautiful liar is the worst thing she's ever done. But kitty cat, kitty cat. is a bop. Not Kitty Cat's a, a jam. Do and you remember? remember when she had a little fucking outfit on? And was crawling on that ground what? with that yarn? Giant Don't cats. play with me. I said this. Don't play with this me. This is at the end of the video, and I'm still attentive. Because I was at the end of it. <laughs> I was like, I'm still here. What's next, B? <laughs> Ready for the next back. video. Thanks, B-Day. <laughs> the craziest part about it was I remember being in the car with, I don't know, were you riding with us yet? Me, Jasmine, Amanda, blasting Kitty Cat in our ne- in my neon when we had nowhere to go, acting like some man didn't want to talk to us. <laughs> it was probably when I was dealing with my the first dude I ever my the person I lost my virginity to. He was probably ignoring me, and so I would play Kitty Cat. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it's teenage funny girls. You know what a dodo head. <laughs> You, you was know. feeling it in your chest and your soul spiritually connected to that. So this. I'm like, Kitty Cat is the shit. When Kitty Cat comes on now I'm on the shuffle, it doesn't get. I'm not feeling it. What? Then she she said, "I rock diamonds on my neck, rock diamonds on my records." What? Don't play with me. That really upset me. But I, I'm curious to know what is the worst song. And what is the best song that Beyonce gave us? 
And it's a personal one. It doesn't I have hate to be. If I were a boy, I hate if I were a boy. <laughs> if I were, a I don't boy. like. I didn't. I didn't like that album very much. Period. And not many what songs. Album. I am Sasha Fierce. Yeah, I didn't really fuck with that album very much but i Diva did love ego there. ego was my shit ego. and especially when she came that video she killed she murked that video her hair was sitting in that video her hips were sitting and then she came she out with like. oh she looked so cute she was in her dance getup. and then kanye did the remix the cowgirl child i also love checkup on it i love when checkup wow. comes up i get so hype <laughs> I love checkup. I feel like it's a nobody gives it enough credit. She killed that video. Like, love that, that video. I remember not loving that. Oh, when she says "bull," <laughs> <laughs> what did she do? I can't do it. Baby, you so sexy boy. <laughs> I know you yeah. really want it. She goes off. I love the ad libs on that. Um, I love pretty much all Beyonce, her most recent joint. There's not one song that I don't like on there. Oh, B, that's not her most recent, but I, I got you, Queen. The most recent is Lemonade and Black Parade and the one with Jay and <clears throat> well, the also one the live album. I feel like that wasn't connected to like a major... I feel like Lemonade is the video. I don't really count that as an album. So <laughs> Same. I feel like the movie. That was a motion picture. That was a universal <laughs> motion picture release. Um, formation was good. I mean, I have to look at all the lists because I don't remember thing off the top. I care. I cry when I hear I care for some reason. I cry when I hear Love Drought. That's one of my favorite songs. Mm. Like that song hits me. Lemonade makes me emotional in a particular way that I'm not always right, in the mood. What's your least favorite? Beautiful Liar, um, If I Were a Boy, um, so many off of... I hate Irreplaceable. I hate I Irreplaceable. Wanna, if, I could, if I could take Irreplaceable and never hear it again. Me, Myself, and I is a banger, too. Like, that oh, is Oh, Me, the Myself, fucking, and I is it. Oh. And her live version of oh. that? Slaps. Slaps. Mm-mm-mm. Slaps. Baby I Boy. I think a song that. All of those songs that came out. Baby Boy, You Stay on My Mind. I said, uh oh. Girl, don't play with me. What? Oh, I thought you were about to say that your mic wasn't on this whole time. So I was going right to bed. <laughs> I sort of got I was like, oh, oh, well, you got COVID. So that's an excuse. We are done. <laughs> no, my computer's dying. So I just want to plug it in. I think a song that doesn't get enough play is um, Work It Out. From the Austin that Powers was ve- That is a fucking I banger. I love that song. Oh, she looks so cute in that. Oh, I love bitch. her. Bitch. That's a bad bitch. bitch. God damn. Work it out. What else, Internet? Shout out to Pharrell. What else? For, Be- for Beyonce? Yeah. I mean, she has so much stuff. I would say her best song, the Beyonce song, when it comes on, I'm like, oh. Let me think. Miss you one. I'm gonna put this on. That's that's an iconic played out. Like she has her songs where it changed the culture in a particular way, and I can still jam to that. I can't listen to Formation anymore. I can't listen to. If you like it, if I you should have put formation. a ring on it. But put a ring on it. I never loved the song, but it was the video that oh, went iconic. that made everybody go crazy. 
Um, but Michelle One, I'm gonna put this drone in it and I don't pay my song. Hey, that's just still bangs. I mean, we not even talk about Destiny's Child, and we don't even have to count because we ain't got to. No, we can't because we forget. We forget. But Beyonce, I mean, her best. They're so, I mean, I love Party. I don't think anybody talks about we Party like enough. Party. I'm lukewarm. I on love that. One Plus One. I love Dance for You. I love, I loved, um, did not like that. Uh, End of Time. All of these I could live without. Countdown. Countdown. That was, that was my, my shit. shit. Oh, me and Joe used to go off. Joe was like two years old, just staring at me going off. I really love No Angel. I mean, but I'm 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 a classic. I'm like if you if you give me crazy in love or baby boy, baby boy, I'm with the shits. Baby, baby boy. boy still gets me going. That is a banger. Baby it boy, ain't never oh when stop she did that lot, sh- she looked so <laughs> good. For you to hate or be as much as you do, to be it's so really hype right a problem. Now. I told see you, Shati's face. I have to tell you, it's a problem. I told you, I have. Um, I'm obsessed with her. And I try to manage it because I'm a mesmerized by her. I could just watch her all day. <laughs> but when you were the one that put me on to that live album where she was like the baby boy where she's wearing all the green. Oh, my God. When she had the. When she had like the reddish hair. I was like, what yes. the fuck is this? And she this? had the crimped wig. Who is she? That was when she started crazy in love and the, the whole thing she went up and sang the like intro, and then all of a sudden, when the beat dropped, the whole like curtain from the stage dropped, and she just stood there while people lost their fucking minds, and then she marched her ass towards them. I'd have passed out. <laughs> Don't play with me, Beyonce. Don't play with me. Well, you my you health. you were there. You saw those videos. You you saw. Like, oh my god! When I just recently saw Jazz. In the crowd, looking like a little cherub, looking like a little cherub, oh, looking yeah. up Beyonce, and she goes, "Uh, you are one of the best," and then walks away. And then Jazz is just like, <laughs> Jazz is just like, and she uh, like, <laughs> what? Jazz looks like a fucking cherub. I was like, oh, this don't break my heart in so many ways. Ooh, I'm hitting the mic. That fucked me up. All right, where are we at? Oh, We're man. already an hour oh, in. God. So, do we want to go into politics or should we? I just got to get some shit off my chest real fast about um, Texas. Texas can go straight to hell right now, oh. the whole state. Not the people in it, Beyonce but the people that are running that. the state. Okay. What'd you say? Beyonce should comment on that. She can drink. Well, Beyonce needs to go get her state together because. They're a hot-ass mess. They passed a bill. First of all, they passed a gun law that says that you do not need a permit to openly carry a fucking firearm. But then you also pass a law where you are basically, you are banning abortion after six weeks Mm -hmm. before most women even know that they're actually pregnant. Mm -hmm. And the Supreme Court... The United States Supreme Court that has three justices on that bitch that Trump appointed or nominated, excuse me, they're voted in, but they decided to let that law pass. And and they're thinking, they bury their fucking heads in the sand, and instead of actually talking about 
all of the implications of this bill, they buried their heads in the sand and said, okay, well, let's figure out how we feel when and if someone sues based off the bill. So what the bill is saying is you can sue. You don't have to be personally affected by this at all. But Shanti, if I'm going to get an abortion, right, and I call you my Uber driver and say, take me to said location and you drop me off and someone over here knows what's happening Mm -hmm. and sees it, Mm -hmm. they can sue you Mm -hmm. for taking me, Mm -hmm. which is the most asinine shit I've ever heard of in my life. And instead of the Supreme Court really doing their due diligence, they decided to say, we'll wait until we'll wait to figure this out until someone actually sues. And they can actually sue the providers as well. Like that means that you if you work at a clinic where there's, um, you know, abortions happening, the workers, anybody it's just it's what's that called? Not vigil. What's vigilante mean? It's like a, that is yeah. Like anybody in the community can yes. They need me to make that laws for a lot it, of other it, shit, not abortions, child. Yeah, it's hyper vigilance of women and their bodies, and it is ridiculous. But like you know, it's a war on women when like that's happening, and and rapists are going free and people are well it's the wild wild fucking west you can literally just walk around with the gun out all cool no problem like texas get your shit together so you're telling me that you refuse to do any mask mandates because it will impede on people's liberties (laughs) but you want to tell me what to do with my body go to hell and then texas is one of the worst states in terms of childcare and helping children, impoverished children in need. So you don't care about life. You don't, this is not about life. This is about, this is just, I also don't understand why I'm sick sick of it. I also think that there's no focus on the fact that America, not only is that anti women right and like super super sexist but then there's no real discussion on how america in everywhere pretty much is like anti-family in a particular way is anti-parenthood is anti-motherhood anti-fatherhood in a particular way and that there are no kind of like system set in place that will really let a family stabilize after a child is born. The first five Mm -hmm. years of a baby's life are the most important years. And there are no, um, what is it called? Um, not from the Republicans from, I mean, if you're so pro life (laughs) and you're so pro, you know, family in this way, and you want to support nuclear families and you want, you know, uh, you're you're all about marriage. Why are you not in any way supporting families? People can't, fathers can't take off after their child is born. Women, sure, only six weeks after your baby is born, you have to go back yeah. to work. That's just, there. there's just so many things that have to be discussed around bringing life into this world or choosing not to. Like, you don't, you know how hard it is to bring a child into this world, even if you're not, a single poor person. It's you know how hard it is to determine that you don't want to bring a child into exactly. this world and to make that decision. 
I saw something. It was a it was a sign, and 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 I'll just leave it. Well, I'm not going to leave it there, but it was a sign that said, "If you're against abortion, then don't get one." It's as simple as yeah. that. Don't fucking get one. Yeah. And the precedent that this sets on a national level, like this was the temperature check. Yeah. This was the okay. Yeah, let's all the see. And so now in different suit. states, mm-hmm. you're going to have like this. This is tricky. What You're is going to have different states making these kind of challenges against Roe v. Wade. And these are the long lasting effects of Donald Trump and that presidency is that you now have a Supreme Court that is stacked in this way. And they're young. They're young people. So they're going to be there for a while. The other thing... um, that someone else, I was listening to NPR and they were discussing how this is really a, a, a tight rope, you know, because now like, will you have a state like New York say, okay, well then we want to put a law against guns. We want to make it so you can't own any guns here. And if I, if someone, mm-hmm. you know, sells you a gun, mm-hmm. then we can sue them. Yeah. And did it like it's just so tricky. It feels it's just chaotic. So that feels like complete chaos. Yep. Same. Girl, what I, is I happening? We're in so Girl. much trouble. <laughs> yep. I want to shout out Portland. I think Portland is a really interesting place. Um, the city council there is planning to vote Wednesday um, on a proposal to ban doing business with the state of Texas following the controversial new abortion restrictions enacted. Oh, um, wow. So that's very interesting. Um, interesting. We'll see what comes out of that. But also, lastly, before we go into break, I just want to take some time. I don't know if we did this last week, but to just recognize folks who were affected by Hurricane Ida. Mm-hmm. That was a mess. Um, I, I feel like a lot of Northeastern folks didn't really recognize um, how serious storms like that are until you kind of live in it. And then you seeing your own space. Did you see Philly girl? Yeah. Philly was a mess. New York was a mess. Tornadoes in New Jersey. It was, it's. Welding instructor, Alex declare knows firsthand how VR training platforms like forge FX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast scary um but there are people in louisiana right now five hundred thousand people who still do not have power 
in this heat in the middle of a pandemic and they're about to get three more inches of rain, three to six more inches of rain. So pray for folks because it's hot as hell in Louisiana right now and they're doing their best to try to make sure that the people who survive the storm continue to survive the effects of the storm. So if you can help folks, I don't have the resources I asked, but so many people are saying the Red Cross is a joke. So yeah, they're know. saying just to to, to um, find, get people's cash app directly, just like get oh. hit it with people directly. It's just <sighs> crazy. All right, well, let's when take we a break. We do have a voicemail. Ashram. What? When are we going to shave our heads off and go to the ashram? I don't unable i already lost half my head <laughs> she said i'm unable <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm unable to do that <laughs> listen before we take a break we do have a voicemail i'm not gonna play oh, it this week i'll play it next week damn. because this is running a little long but we want to continue to remind y'all good people to um one thank y'all for being with us for being in community with us for listening to us for holding us accountable, please rate, subscribe, share, do all the things that you already do. And we will be back after this break to talk about compassion and honesty and how the two need to go together. Do they? Shanti? After these messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. And so we're back with the today, this week's topic. Um, 
So the topic is honesty. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you should. <laughs> you felt inspired. I'll do it. No you problem. You felt inspired <laughs> for this. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? You felt very inspired to do this one. So I'm going to let you leave, sis. I did. I, I feel inspired because I feel like... um. Even what I was saying, like how when I first told my mom that I had COVID, it was immediate fucking judgment. And I am like her in so many ways. So I was thinking to myself, like, oh, I hope I don't do that with people because that is trash. Um, And then we have folks who I was talking to Clint. I called him to make sure he was okay. And with the death of his friend and... I was thinking about that and how his friend's Fu's death was like being, you know, people were posting about it all, all online. And it was on like the shade room. It was like Clint was saying like the shade room never, you know, they never post to him. They never this, they never that. And it's like I was reading the comments and there was a lot of judgment in it of like, I lead him fucking drugs alone. See, it's why black men got it. This black men got it. That they got it. it and it, and it, it just felt like a lot of judgment and without a lot of compassion, but also I'm not sure, you know, we do need to leave drugs alone. So there's honesty there. Right. And then you have the death of Michael K. Williams Mike, and it's like the same kind of vibes where right now people are just shocked, but I feel like soon enough the judgment will come. Soon enough it'll be, you know, there. And also just the way that he lived his life, I was thinking about him in terms of how he suffered abuse. He suffered molestation at the hand from, you know, the hands of someone we don't even know who, but still somehow was able to, in his mind, try to figure out a way for abusers to get help so that people, so that it could, we can prevent this from happening moving forward. And I think that requires a lot of compassion I think that requires a lot of self-awareness. And I think as we get older and as we realize like, like what you said, two things often exist at the same time, right? And we're more aware of our flaws. We're more aware of our shortcomings. We're more aware of the people around us, their shortcomings, Sometimes it's really easy to say like, oh, well, you're sick because you don't take care of yourself. You need to do it. And maybe that's true. Maybe that person does not take care of themselves. But are they going to hear you? Are they going to get it? So you had written a while ago um, in our shared app where you just randomly write (laughs) notes. Honesty without compassion is brutality and compassion without honesty is enabling. And again, two things can exist at once. You can be honest and we need to be honest in our relationships, right? We need to be honest, especially within our friendships and hold each other accountable, right? But without compassion, it can be brutal. It can set, it can do the exact opposite of what you want it to do. And I know that I'm guilt. I have been guilty of that. And I know 
there's people in your life who definitely are guilty of it. I'm thinking of one right now. And then compassion without honesty is you just enabling. Mm -hmm. So how do we get there? You know, like, I don't know. I don't know how to the best way to discuss this. If you want to add there, if we need to have like a scenario where we say like, what's the best approach? Oh. Um, I don't know. You tell me. You could add when this conversation came up, or when that line came up: honesty without compassion is brutality. Compassion without honesty is enabling. I was talking with a group of friends. Mayori Holmes was the one that referenced that. And I was like, oh, shit. But we were talking about being honest with ourselves Mm. and our ability to really, one, be honest with ourselves, and then, two, be forthright and honest in our relationships with other people. Um, So... In my mind, I guess it starts with yourself. Um, And then when you're in practice of that with yourself, then maybe you could do that with other people. But I think like a scenario, because for the sake of it, around, um, hmm. I guess guess we could use this. I don't have any answers. Um, Would would be around health, right? And it would be around how folks are moving through COVID. Because I know that you have strong feelings towards me being unvaccinated and moving out through the, you know, in the world and and being um, dragging my ass on making this very important decision. And then there's also... So then there's like this this line that there's this yeah there's this scenario there of being like shaming somebody and I think you and Rashid as well both are vaccinated people close in my life um are try- are doing your darndest doing your darndest <laughs> shout out to y'all <laughs> To I was manage, say, I have not shamed you. I'm saying to manage to kind aware. of to manage <laughs> your your feelings around it and not leading with shame or fear tactics, but also, you know, if the conversation comes up, bringing forth your um, your your strong opinions and recommendations that that's something that I do that that's something that's important especially once you got sick you were just kind of like hey you know I wouldn't want you to experience this unvaccinated I feel really gross and terrible with the vaccination I can only imagine what that can feel like and for me it feels it on the receiving end of that. I feel I feel both a softness and I feel, you know, that you're being very honest and that there's care there. There's safety for me and me trying to like, and I'm just dragging my ass on really making this decision. But also, um, you're not beating around the bush. Like if I were to ask mm-hmm. you, 
do you think it's okay if I'm not getting vaccinated? You'd be like, no, that's dumb and it's reckless. I wouldn't say that. I mean, you would say it in a way. You would say it in a way that would be like, I think it's dumb and I think it's reckless and I think you should do it. I wouldn't say I think it's dumb. I would... I- I would. <laughs> it I may really be wouldn't. dumb. I'm not scared. I'm not. I'm not in a space. I but that I don't I want think it is. Be... I think the context there, though, Shanti. For me, I think old me would have been like, "That's fucking dumb." Here she goes with her bullshit. Da 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 da. It's reckless. She's gonna get other people sick. But right now, <clears throat> I have to. I think the part of the compassion is stepping back and being like. Yo, sis was doing rounds in the morning. She doesn't have any vaccinations and she's made it her whole life. This isn't a part of her everyday understanding. Like this is so outside of what you know. And the more that I've realized that of like a vaccination is not something you do. And I have to understand that's that's like you waking me up and being like, yo, you're not going to do rounds today? And me being like, that's not what I do. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's not how you acculturated in a particular kind of exactly. way. Mm-hmm. But I feel, but it creates a safety. It, it feels, it not even safety, it feels strong. Like it feels mm-hmm. that there is strength in that part of our relationship where it's like, I don't know what I don't know what else to say versus versus I think, go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead I finish. think versus other parts in and that are often come up in term with relationship with best friends of like you know all of us have been in an abusive toxic relationship at some point in our lives mm-hmm. and all of us have either responded with brutally brutally or enabled it <laughs> in a way where it's just kind of like you know let her do her thing or like you know she going to learn she going she to learn or she going to learn yeah. or like even feigning interest and like feigning jo- that's your favorite joy. word today go ahead girl <laughs> feigning <laughs> look it up oh y'all. spell it Spell it. Y'all better get us some books to these kids so they can <laughs> have a nice, rep- like a nice, what's a synonym? Or like faking oh interest or like joy for your girl when deep down you're like, girl, that nigga. Right. That nigga ain't f- and we've done it. And we've done it, which I don't think really, I don't think is honest. I don't think it's all the way honest. And I think, I think that you're, you're being a liar in some ways. Right. And I've been a liar. Like my, if where you're beautiful, like brutal, I'm too compassionate and people don't really know how I feel about things and they don't, it's hard to trust me in a particular way. Cause they're like, she ain't got nothing to say. Like, whatever. <laughs> Shanti is ignoring it. <laughs> actually. She's not even being compassionate. She's just saying too much next. <laughs> I think though, I'm curious to know. I think that comes with a lot of time and a lot of care of understanding that. What I'm realizing is my approach with you is has to be different from my approach with Amanda or Jasmine mm-hmm. or I realize now that you and I have enough trust where it, like I feel if I do say something you 
even if it is brutal, which because sometimes I just will say, you know, I just say it and it's not, it, sometimes it's just short or even via text. Will you understand my tone? Mm-hmm. But there's oftentimes with other people in our group when I say, and I'm realizing I'm not the right person to say that. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. the right person to mm-hmm. say that to this person because I know that it's going to be received mm-hmm. not with the, not with the, my intentions mm-hmm. are not going to come through. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how much compassion mm-hmm. I have, my honesty for for that person is too much. Mm. They don't want it. So it, it's interesting when you try to navigate those situations where you're just like, I I need to be honest within my relationship with you because I love you. Mm-hmm. How do I do that? Without coming off as brutal, but but sometimes and you without may not enabling, be brutal you. though. Sometimes you're not being brutal in the way that they're reading it. Like some, the truth fucking hurts. Like if you fucking up, you're fucking up, and like I can understand why you're fucking up, but also I don't want to see you fuck up anymore. Because yeah. like, what do you do with somebody that's adri- addicted to drugs? What do you do with somebody that's in a physically yeah. and emotionally abusive relationship? At one point, do you just be like, girl, the con- the risks are too high. And I right. I just, right. at the risk of the relationship crumbling. And that's really hard in re- intimate relationships. When I was talking with other folks, they were saying like, in business, it's easy for them to be like, ah, psh, nah, that ain't working. Yeah, this is definitely. fucked up. You're wrong. But in closer relationships, they would rather, they would rather like you know, go to the to the the path of least resistance. Yeah, I think, I think too in, like you know you know me, I just, I had to have a really hard, brutal conversation, hard, honest conversation rather with a loved one who needed to go to rehab. Many hard mm-hmm. conversations hard mm-hmm. hardest when you're looking at someone they're crying to you mm-hmm. telling you that they want to do this and want to do that and you're telling them but you're not mm-hmm. and this is why you need to go away from us mm-hmm. and these are my bound like that's really hard to do mm-hmm. and to not be brutal and what I'll say is the compassion element is some of the most emotionally draining work you'll ever do. Mm. Draining and or so, trying? Does it take zap energy from you or is it, it zaps just energy from re- you? Interesting. The, the, when I find for me, I'll speak for myself for me, when I'm at my wits end and it, and this is a, 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 this example stakes are high, right? You got to go to rehab. This is why, right? Even when it's in my living situation, I'm like, okay, this person before, you know, before, like this person is obviously, you know, I have COVID. This person is not helping me worth a damn, refuses to help. And so instead of flipping out the way I want to, I have to take a beat. Why would this person not help me? Mm. Why is this person this selfish? Mm. Why is this person that, what have I created within Mm. this house to make it like all those Mm. things? 
while you're sick mm-hmm. or while you're yeah. doing yeah, life yeah, yeah, yeah. is emotionally exhausting. Yeah. And so what energy. I'm saying is mm-hmm. if you're, but it's required. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is that a lot of times I find that people, I find people who say things like, you know, I'm just being honest. You're not going to like what I have to say. When someone, I, I, I was talking to someone once who started almost everything with, you're not going to like this. And it was like, well, I'm not going to like it when you do that. And, and it also is telling me that you're not even trying to get me to hear you or like it. Mm-hmm. You're just spitting shit out and just, you know, saying whatever. And you're not considering me. And I think that as we get older, consideration is exhausting. Consideration is hard. But it is so necessary in order for us to, like, really heal, hear each other and, like, get anything done. I think it's really interesting that when you wrote this down, you were talking about self-work. Oh, yeah. Because I'm sitting here, honesty without compassion is brutality. Compassion without honesty is enabling. I just read that as stop fucking lying to yourself, bitch. (laughs) And that's, I'm sure that's not how it should be. (laughs) I I do know that I'm, I'm not as compassionate with myself Mm -hmm. as others. I don't think anyone is right. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I, so how do we get into the practice? How do we get enough fuel in our fuel tank well, so I, that we have enough compassion for both ourselves and for others? An example that compassion doesn't always result in yielding either, right? So like mm-hmm. in the conversation that, we, I, that this idea came up, the person was talking about how terrified they are of conflict and how they don't want to be take up a lot of space in a particular way. And that mm-hmm. because of their terror of like being taking up space in a particular way, because they were scared of conflict in all of their relationships, they found themselves being disregarded. With close friends, there was like this disregard and that this going over above and beyond for this other person, but this other person not considering them ever. Mm. And so she had to take a hard look at herself and be like brutally honest. is like, girl, you're a pushover. You're scary and you need to man up and... Through, she she learned this through therapy, right? So in therapy, the loops came in. I was like, I don't know what her history was, but like in your family, you learned these kind of patterns and this conditioning. And like there is, it's not because you're a weak, you know, scary person just because like, like that's who you are. It's because the compassion cart comes because like this is, this is how you've been conditioning because you had a domineering mother, blah, 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 blah. But it required her to like see herself mm-hmm. in a way that she couldn't deny anymore. So when those that dynamic came up in her relationship, she was forced to choose. Like, are you going to be honest about how you really feel with this person? Or are you going to keep ignoring yourself and your needs because that's the path of the least existence, resistance, resistance. for you? And so I, I feel like there's all these things things in our lives that 
or the patterns that come up or like, again, we go back to our bodies, like our bodies feel a particular way and we want to, we want to either, we want to ignore it. We don't want to be honest about it. We want to blame the other person for it coming up versus be like, mm, bitch, you're definitely a part of this pattern because you're not being honest with yourself about this one thing that you're, mm. you know, keep doing or you're failing to do. But I, but I guess the, the, the duality is in that something can exist and it be a hard truth, but the compassion is, you know, it's likely because of some past conditioning or trauma or harm that you set this, you, you're moving this way to protect yourself or to like, I don't know. I don't know. That, I mean, to me, that's what it is. And I, I think, I'll get back to you on what ways that I'm lying to myself. That's the next episode. I, um, I kind of had that <laughs> conversation. I was like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm going to write this in my iPhone. I'll be back <laughs> later. I wasn't expecting you to bring it up. But um, I mean, a simple one is food, eating. Child. Like, bitch. Lie, I lie to myself all the time. I'm like, oh, this is fine. Everything's fine here. No, it's not. Don't eat that. Don't eat that. Why are you eating that? Why are you ordering that? Why did you do it? So let me ask you, was there ever a time, I'm sure where you and I were together and we're eating and you wanted to be like, don't eat that. Of course, girl. We do it to, to each other all the time. Oh, to you. Oh, to yeah. you. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Then why would you not say that? Because I'm greedy too and I don't have the self-control. <laughs> I want to eat the chicken wings. And the t- <laughs> She's like, if I say that to you, you're going to say it to me. Yeah, Child. but I think every time we go out, I'm like, are we making the right choices? We not. No, unless we get Ethiopian. And that's not the best choice, but it's the least. It's okay. But um, It's better than most. Is there ever a time when you shouldn't be honest? Because I would say yes. I would say no. I would say... I mean, if it's like life or death type of situation. If it's if there's no harm being done, right? If it's, you know what, girl? If you like it, I love it. <laughs> if it's just like, all right. What you talking about? Like if an outfit no or something? Harm, no, I'm talking... No, I'm talking anything. If it's an outfit, if it's a life decision, if it's a man, a mate, a partner... If it's like, you know what, this person is not hurting you. If I found out if you that found I didn't like a, your partner. Yeah, if I found out that this whole time you're like, I think he's a bad partner for you. No, I, I would not feel that. Again, so betrayed. See, that's harmful. That's harmful. It's not harmful. I mean, you may see something that'd be like That's har- No, I would say if he's a bad partner for you, I would say it's harmful because he's not bringing the best out of you, right? But if there's somebody who I just they not my cup of tea. He, he, you ain't settling. You're not, what you know, whatever. I just, me and him are never going to send memes back and forth on IG. Just never going to happen, right? But I see him. He holds you down. You say you're happy. You're, you're seemingly handling your sure. business. You're supported. Sure. I'll shut the hell up. Yeah. What, what do I, what do you need to know that for? You, shut up. I, I agree. Yeah. Things like that. Things like that. And I think that your body, I think that your 
your energy and your body will tell you those things. But if something keeps gnawing on you, when you're around this person with this person, something keeps coming up that you have yeah. to like, that you're aware that you're denying or ignoring or not saying, I think then it becomes a willful choice. Then you become a liar. Yeah, right. So in, in an effort to not be a liar, last thing, what are our ways, maybe two ways, three ways, one way, that you are going to have more compassion for others and for yourself? Child. Um, I have a really (laughs) difficult, mm, this is a tricky one. This is a really tricky one. And I actually don't have an answer to this that is complete because around the way girls, I have a really difficult neighbor, a young mother Mm. that is abusive towards her daughter. Not in a way that is like, no, it, it, it is complete abuse. Like there's no, like it's verbal abuse. It's, it's all over the little girl's face. And I want to step to the mom or mm. I want to like disrupt it somehow. I want the mom to know that I hear it and I don't agree with it. Am mm-hmm. I going to call DHS? And it's not physical. It's more verbal. But, you know, it's, it's the type of behavior that, I, that we see often in our community, right? Mm-hmm. That, like, you just yelling and, you know, screaming at your... Like, the only way that you talk to your child is through yelling at the yeah. child. I never, never hear her speak kindly and softly to her child. It's always a abrupt command with some kind of like curse word and calling the child out of her name. So I'm like, I'm always feel like, or I'm gonna mind my business. And I'm not gonna say something. But again, it comes up in my body when I hear it, like the, it flares up of like, girl, you gotta, you gotta make a move. You gotta, something has to disrupt this, whether it's just, pulling the daughter aside and like affirming her every time I see her in a particular way. But I do feel rather than an area where I'm, this is an area that I I have to say publicly now and I have to follow through with this or else I'm going to reap the consequences of this where I have to like be honest in a way and stop enabling this situation because the mother should feel uncomfortable when she sees me. Like she should feel uncomfortable in a particular way to know that I don't, I don't fuck with Should she feel uncomfortable or maybe, maybe. Or do I have to have compassion for the mom? No. I, that's in not some what ways I'm saying. I could. You are, you are having compassion. I'm saying maybe instead of making, and she may feel uncomfortable, but maybe the goal is to, maybe, maybe the conversation is ask the mom, are you okay? Yeah. Is everything okay? Mm-hmm. Do you need help? Mm-hmm. I just hear that, you know, I, I get it, girl, because I'm a single mom too. Da, 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 like, But do you need help? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that. I know. Maybe it's a... And it's to affirm the little girl because it's on her face. 
She has yeah. like Sam. maybe it's affirming her, and maybe it's a yeah. asking the mom because sometimes you ever ask somebody, "Are you okay?" When they if you ever had somebody talk to you crazy and say, "Is everything okay?" and then they fix it because mm-hmm. they immediately know, mm-hmm. like the fuck. Mm-hmm. You ever had? You ever did that? Mm-mm. You should try it. It's great. But when you ask <laughs> someone the if Jojo. they're okay, they may, sometimes there's a self-reflection and she might not catch it right away, but just asking her. And then if you say like, you know, I just hear, you know, whatever, like, I just want to make sure you're good. Yeah. You know, if That's you need it. anything, That's I'm right it. downstairs. That's like it. maybe it's that. I, I'm so terrified of conflict that I've been lying to myself about this. And God is just like, you, you bitch, you better get this together. This is important. Um, so, yeah. All right. That's my responsibility. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> report back, please. Uh, I don't need to say mine because I just <laughs> solved your problem. So. <laughs> no. What is eating at you that you know that you're lying about? <clears throat> Personal Ooh, or towards what do somebody I know else? I'm lying about? Shout. Um. Mm, I don't know. I. I don't know. I'm pretty f- honest. I feel. I feel like I'd be saying what I have to say. Mm-hmm. I think there's a conversation that I need to have with one of our friends that never happened that was supposed to. Um. Based off of another friend going to said person and being like, you talk to her crazy and you need to stop. And she ignores you, but one day she's going to blow up on you. And I just felt like, all right, well, that was enough. Old girl wrote me and was like, I'm so sorry. I don't mean it. Da, da, da. But I never. She was like, when you want to talk, let me know. Wait, what? I, I just, Say that again. Another friend said to another friend that you that they talked to. In you. our circle, one of our friends uh-huh. reached out. To and you, from, uh, from, no, to one of our other friends within the circle uh-huh. on my behalf, from her observation, oh. and was like, "You treat her like shit sometimes, mm-hmm. and it's not okay." Hmm. She ignores it, and we act like it's funny, and we just dead it. But you need to, mm-hmm. you need to be more aware of how you deal with her, mm-hmm. because it's not okay. We're not in high school anymore. Whatever. And that person reached out to me right away and was like, I'm so sorry. Such and such told me that I was doing this. I didn't even realize that I've been doing it for years. And I just left it alone at that. And she asked me to have a conversation. Girl, (laughs) she asked me to have a conversation about it a month ago. And I was just busy and too much was going on with my family and everything. And I just didn't have it in me. And I never revisited it because I was just, in my head, I just thought, ah, it's fine. Mm. It is what it is. Is it okay? But it is not. Mm -mm. It's not. It is not. And I also have a lot of compassion for this person and don't want to put more on their plate. And I also, I'm not sure if it needs to come up, but maybe it does. Maybe we deserve that conversation so we can both... Be honest and compassionate towards one another and have a better understanding. Um, But that's something that I've been avoiding um, for a month. 
So maybe I'll do that. When it comes to y'all, I I hate having these kinds of conversations. Other people, I have no problem. But people I deeply love, it's like, I can take it on the chin, which I don't want to do that anymore. It's interesting that you said the word that, girl, what is in your house? (laughs) Come on. What is it? I don't know. It feels like there's like it feels like like there's like little s- some squirrels or something in my wall all of a sudden, like. <laughs> oh God! It's always something. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it's interesting that you related the truth about something as burdening them. Mm-hmm. When I think that you know, the truth will set you free. When we offer up the truth to somebody, that is God's spirit. That's an opportunity for somebody to like lift, lift a burden off of them, right? Like make a choice, stop lying Mm -hmm. to themselves or see, not stop, see themselves. Maybe some people don't even see themselves, but I feel like it's the exact opposite is like, no, you have, you have to see this thing because you have to make different choices around it or you have to make a choice around it. And like, you can't be in the dark about this anymore. This is, this is it. I I never think it's a burden. It may be hard when you're going to tell that person that may feel like a burden of like the time and the context. But, um, no, that shit's always going to be, Trans, it's always transformative, I think. Like a fucking robot. <laughs> what? I Here, here. I agree with that. I don't know what you said at the tail end because you'd be whispering. <laughs> Something about a robot, but I'm like, Transformers. It. Transformative. Oh, robot. All right, y'all. Internet well, has to go. She's not well. Can you see me? Starting yeah, to I just feel saw good. You, you get flushed with red, and I have ghost squirrels on my wall. Do you see me? Look at my face. Yeah, you just flushed. What red. happened? I was feeling great all day. Well, you're overtaxing your body. She said, "We're not there yet. We're not there yet." Sit down. That is corny. Get in goddamn bed. I know. Kova's just an, a, a mean mom, like a abusive <laughs> mother. <laughs> in the fucking bed. Just kidding, not to Sit make light the of it. Fuck down That's not funny. Shut up. COVID. I'm like, oh. COVID. I look like Pookie this weekend. Excuse me? Remember from Pookie from New Jack you City did? when he was going through? That's how I looked when I when the first two days. I looked like I was going through withdrawal. Cause I was sweating and like achy and like I was in the bed like rocking in the sun. And it was just like, am I did I take crack? Is that really what this is? Does my body want it? What is going on? Mm. It, COVID might have been some shit that the government put <laughs> in, in the community. And it just got widespread. I don't know, because this shit ain't right. But anyway, listen, y'all. Get honest. It will set us be free. Be as compassionate as you could be. What? It will set us free. It will unlock it parts will. of us. Stop enabling yourself. Stop enabling others. Stop being Doesn't mean, mean to you have yourself. to offer your opinion all the goddamn yeah. time. Don't be mean to yourself. But 
Don't be mean to others. Care for each other. Care for each other. Imagine what honesty and compassion would do for people who are suffering in silence. Mm -hmm. And let it go. And then Mm -hmm. take your hands off of it. That's when you got to take your hands off of it. That's the the next episode. How the fuck do you let it go? And then you got to take your hands off of it. Let go and let God. You got to think about that 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 pastor with Michael, with Mike. He did all he could do. And then he was like, this, he gonna do what he gonna do. I let him. And I know he did everything. So, Lord Jesus. Well, this was a long one. I thank you to all of those who are still listening. <laughs> uh, we will be back next week. I hope to have a guest next week. I hope I feel better. I have an idea for I somebody. Was, I have somebody oh. that I really want to bring on. I'm going to tell you about him. We had such a random... I'd be meeting these people via Instagram. Random exchange with this really beautiful human. But I don't think there's a time. There's no, no like real time frame for that. So whatever. Shout anyway. out to Cardi B and... Oh, Offset. Offset's baby. Also, no shame. Baby. Shame. Shame. Goes to Common, who said that he would be in a versus with most deaf or black thought. Get the fuck out of here. Just wanted to bring What? <laughs> Did you see the next verses? Who's the Who name? it is? Who? It's Fat Joe and Ja Rule. I really wanted Ja and 50. Oh, <laughs> Where's <God>. Ja? <laughs> <laughs> but did you just hear what I said? That Common said he would go against most deaf or black thought from the That boots? makes sense to me, Shanti. Oh, my God. I don't think that Common would win ever, but that makes sense. That's his crew. That's his crowd. Black of course he's going to say them. Against Common? It's not. That would be silly. That's That would be Common silly. Common is not able to do verses. You don't have it, bruh. <laughs> the way you hate Common <laughs> is the way I be hating on Drake. It's something <laughs> about these light-skinned little skeevy men out here feigning, <laughs> feigning emotional intelligence. Common may just have a gotten some. Fuck boy too. We don't know. Common <laughs> said he went to therapy. Damn, I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying. I, He's doing his best. He's older now. God, <laughs> you're no compassion. See, Shanti does not. <laughs> Shanti's also part of cancel culture because <laughs> when she canceled Common, he was canceled forever. Common was going. That nigga get in my ear. I'd be like, "Huh? What you say?" <laughs> you <don't> know. <laughs> She would do that smile like this is a spiritual experience. Oh my god, come stop! I'm sorry. Don't listen to my podcast. (laughs) I just clean. my head. I'm gonna get you a shirt with comments fucking face on it. Drake come in my ear talking that shit. I'd be like, (laughs) No, you wouldn't. Drake, I I would be in your ear like brutality, brutality, brutality. No, I would be like, bitch, do you see him? (laughs) You see his his fucking fucking heart in his head? Look at this this nigga's back. <laughs> Yo, look at the owl, Aaliyah. Who else is on his back? Maybe Celine Dion. It just means most random people. Is Little Wayne on his Little back? Little Wayne, his mom, his uncle. Is somebody else random on there? Take- and the placement is so strange. He's like, like make why sure are they placed it's not like in the that? middle and they're not connected, but they close together. <laughs> yes, it's not it making make sure it's not a big image that is cohesive. <laughs> Just <laughs> like, can you make it as random as possible? Please. Thank you. 
Also, that beard that he grew, that shit saved his life. Shout out to him, though. Shout out to Beards. All right, we're done. This episode's done. Let's Google Drake's back real fast, though, because I feel like it's something else on there that makes me angry. Drake tattoos. It's weird. Look at him, look at him, look at him, look at him, look at him. That Aaliyah makes me so mad. I'm sorry. You don't it's, know her. It, <laughs> it's the, oh, that's his mom and his dad. It's some white man on dad, his back. I don't know who that is. If you look at his dad. Who is that? Oh, that's little Wayne. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Drake's 35 tattoos and their meanings. I see what I'm doing tonight. All right. Let's go. Who is the white man? Anyway. All right, y'all. Have a blessed day. And with that, peace. We are out. out. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Aroundaway Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping.